Welcome to the My Opinion Podcast, a show that focuses on leadership, life, and love to empower women around the world to be the best versions of themselves. The My Opinion Podcast is a weekly show with Maya's Motivation Monday, focusing on leadership topics for women and special edition episodes that feature guest interviews and current events. Now, all in her opinion, here is your host, Maya Roffler. Hey guys, welcome back to Motivation Monday with Maya. I hope your week is off to a great start. So we are going to round off the lead series today with the letter D. And we're going to focus on delegation or delegating leaders, which is really This is super near and dear to my heart and something I've wanted to talk about for a while. But before we dive into it, make sure you subscribe, like, and share with anyone you think would be interested in listening to leadership topics. And of course, leave a review, let me know what you think, and feel free to reach out to me. Visit the myopinionpodcast.com website, and I'd love to hear from you. But let's get into it. So, let's talk delegation or leaders who know how to delegate. So why is delegation a good thing in leadership? Well, some would say it's pretty simple. In order to be a great leader, you have to learn how to delegate. That's just facts. In my opinion, this can be one of the hardest things to learn as a leader because I know (laughs) firsthand and you might be going through this right now you might feel the same way maybe you've had a better experience than me let me know I would love to know your experience reach out and tell me but a lot of leaders fail with this and those of you who have listened to my other episodes I really like talking about failing because when you fail you learn And so it's okay to fail at this. But why do so many leaders fail at this? And why might you be failing at this as a leader? If if you're in a leadership role right now or you can think back at a time when you may have failed at this. Like, why? Well, you're in good company, okay? (laughs) I failed at this too. And I still struggle sometimes even though I'm, you know, I say just, I'm just leading my little company. Now, you know, I do outsource some things, but I kind of want to have control over things sometimes. So it can be tough. Well, you know, this one, again, that we're talking about today, delegation or delegating as a leader, RD in the lead series. This is probably the most near and dear to my heart. I've been the most excited, guys, to really talk about this. And... I, I don't want to confuse you too much because, you know, every single topic we've talked about in the lead series so far has been really important. Empathy really, or E, really being important. If you haven't listened to that episode, please go back to episodes in the Motivation Monday series because, you know, sidebar for a second... I was just on a amazing call with the women's committee with a nonprofit I'm a part of, and we, it was a leadership call. And every woman was asked, you know, what are the top three leadership qualities that we think make great leaders? 
everyone started shouting out empathy right away. So again, empathy is so near and dear to my heart and I think it's so important, but I learned to delegate <laughs> the tough way. And I learned that it is so important. And in my opinion, it makes you a better leader in so many ways. And it can make you definitely a more empathetic leader for many, many reasons. But I love talking about this. And that's why I was excited to get to the end of the series. <laughs> because I failed so hard at this. So, so hard, guys. Like, smacked on my face. Like, I thought my career was over before it even started. That's how bad I failed at this. Um, you know, I, I... It's like... Where do I even start sometimes when I talk about this? But I enjoy talking about it a lot because I believe that failure is a learning lesson for us as leaders. And if you're a true leader or aspiring leader, you really connect with failure. And it's just a way for you to learn. And it doesn't mean that it's not hard, but you get it you get it. You're going to fail. Like it's inevitable in life. So I look at this and I can't wait to share the story always. So when I was in my first quote unquote serious leadership role, I, I could not delegate for the life of me. The reality is I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> I didn't. And to my refreshing surprise, I realized years later no big deal. No big deal. I was still in my 20s when I realized that, which is nice because I don't think that we realize things like that again, in my opinion, until sometimes, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s later. I'm very grateful that I had that realization because we're all just figuring it out along the way. And especially at 22, which is how old I was when I was in this leadership role and failing at the ability to delegate. And I, that's why I, I'm laughing during this <laughs> because that's such a young age, such a young age. But I was uh, running the store for Joseph Bank. You guys have heard me talk about my career in corporate retail many, many times. Um, but that was a big, big promotion for me and would be a big promotion for most people, right? Uh, so, you know, I still thought my, you know, there, I, I had no mentor at that time. And that's why I still feel so passionately, as you guys hear me talk about often, that, you know, I have a mentor now, I have a business coach now, I have a spiritual coach, I have all these coaches. I think it's important to have guidance in the areas of life you think you need help in or might not even know you need help in, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but, you know, I, I realized I didn't really have someone mentoring me. It wasn't until I went to Joseph Bank Corporate that I had a mentor. So if you're listening to this right now and, and you're saying, oh my God, I don't have a mentor, like, it's time to get a mentor or a coach or someone. You always need a mentor. Think about the best athletes out there. Think about the best singers, artists. Think about the best 
I'm like, I'm business people. I, I mean, that's what we're talking about. They all have mentors. They all attribute their success to these mentors and and failures like we're talking about now. But, you know, failing and, and bouncing back, but me, have, being mentored. I didn't have that. I thought I had this mentor, but he really wasn't a mentor. He was someone that kind of believed in me. He knew, but it wasn't a mentorship. It was throwing me into these situations where I had to sink or swim and I would swim but it was exhausting it was overwhelming and that's different than a mentorship very different and you know I'm running this store as this you know young girl it was a big promotion for me and I was 22 years old I was the youngest woman to ever run a store actually I was the youngest individual to ever run a store for this company over 600 stores I I do not think that's the case at at this time I pray to God it's not and I pray to God I'm still not the youngest woman that did I hope times have changed but we all know we still had a lot of work to do there um but I thought because of that I look back on this and I realize this now because of that I had so much to prove right and I, I thought I just I needed to do it all I didn't realize that that was actually hurting me and I wasn't really exhibiting these leadership skills that really work and delegating is a huge part of leadership because you can't do it all. You know, (laughs) using my experience in the store, I can't go back there and sew, you know, uh, a cuff on a pant, which I did at the time if it was needed. I can't go and balance this cash register, but then also get on the corporate meeting. And then, I mean, it was, it was nuts. The things I was doing way overboard. And, you know, I was really doing it all. And no, I mean, I wasn't trying to manage every single thing possible because you you can't, that's physically impossible because, you know, I still had a team, but at the end of the day, I I had my hand into many things because I didn't really know or have that guidance. But I also, looking back and, and through time, like I really identified my issues with that. And I think we have issues with different aspects of leadership or just how we do business or who we are from how we grow up or environments we're in. And I felt like I didn't have a lot of control growing up. And so delegating was a huge problem for me because I I enjoyed the fact that I had so much control over this and I was able to really just manage and I was successful in managing that. But through time, it was not a good, in my opinion, not a good thing, even though I did well and obviously went in and got promoted to corporate in less than a year out of college, I, I, you know, that proved something, but I was needing to learn this lesson. I wanted control because my life as a child growing up, th- there was so much out of control. And I look back and I realize that now. And I find that when I work with people in leadership or when I'm helping them launch their brand and the different things that I do, I recognize that a lot of these things are, are tied back. And so that, that's why this 
delegating and this topic is so near and dear to my heart because this was tied back to me in my life and wanting that that kind of power. I wanted to have my hand in everything and what I didn't realize was that was holding me back. And this might not be your thing, but there are there might be other things we talk about on this podcast or you listen to I talk about. Um, or some of the wonderful women that I have on that you might relate to and go, oh my gosh, that might come from my past. This was it. This is why this one is so deep for me because I didn't know how to give, I was thinking I was giving my power away, which is absolutely crazy. It's not that. I didn't know how to elevate myself and to let go and release, which didn't make me a strong leader at the time. So in my opinion... (laughs) delegating delegating is so important it's essential I burned myself out I a lot of things happen right like your employees don't feel trusted they don't feel like you I mean you hire your employees for a reason trust them empower them and show them that you did hire them for that reason and let them go do their thing and if it wasn't the right I mean you're gonna make hiring mistakes Regardless if it's your own business, you're running a department, whatever it is that you're doing, you've got to have that trust and let it go. But in my opinion, here are some ways that you can delegate effectively if you're struggling with this. If you were like me, I'm raising my hand over here if you were like me. So like identify what needs your attention, Because odds are, as a leader, you don't need to be doing, like, menial tasks, right? Like, updating your CRM or following up on, like, customer service emails, like, like little things like that, right? Or answering phone calls that are incoming to your your main line of your business. Um, If you don't know what a CRM is, it's a customer relationship management system. Like you should have somebody doing that for you. Just little tasks. If you're managing those things, it's time to reevaluate. So delegate and trust. I call it the DT. Delegate and trust. So the second part of that is give clear expectations to your people. So when you're delegating to them, and this will really reduce at least it does for me, in, in my opinion. Give clear expectations to your people. Be clear in what the task is and the direction is and when it's due, what you expect of that particular task and of them. And just and be sure about that. And it's by asking and, and making sure they understand and have it like seek coming from a place of seeking to understand which essentially means that you want to understand from his or her perspective. So what I mean by that is you will deliver the information, you will tell them what you're expecting of them, and you want to hear it back from them. You want them to repeat it back and allow them to feel comfortable in the environment so that they can ask questions. Because if they walk away... I'm sure you guys have seen, uh, a lot of you are probably Office fans, when Jim <laughs> Jim is trying to do a rundown for Charles, and he is too terrified to go ask him what a rundown is. You don't want that. In my opinion, that is a nightmare. I want my employees to feel 
comfortable coming to me and saying, you know what, I actually don't know what that is. That is that is flattering to me and actually a compliment to me that they feel that comfortable. Now, it's not flattering when I've told them what a rundown is multiple times and they come back to me. That's a different story and a different podcast for a different day. But I want them to feel comfortable enough that in that conversation, in that delegation moment, they know like, okay, this is the time. Like, let's set the expectation and the standard. Be reason. And the last thing is be reasonable about the things that you're delegating. And if you're struggling with with delegation or being a delegator, you're probably not being unreasonable. (laughs) But there tends to be some leaders that delegate everything. I'm going to go back to my office, (laughs) office reference, because, you know, Pam makes a joke about the fact that Michael Scott delegates so much that he never works. So you can have that as well. I doubt those of you that are listening do have that issue. But if you've ever felt like, oh my gosh, maybe I put too much on this one individual, sit down and have have a meeting with them or have a heart-to-heart kind of with them in a professional way. And I call it a temperature check. You may have heard me on other podcasts talk about that and really find out what's going on with them and see if they do feel that way. And sometimes we tend to over-delegate if we feel like that person is very trustworthy and we feel really good about that person or they've asked for it. And that's not necessarily fair. And I know life isn't fair, but at the same point, we have that duty as leaders and you do, you do, you have that duty, you have that responsibility to ensure that you are making sure that you are aware of what you're doing, what you're delegating, and you're not just trusting one person because you have to give these other people chances because delegation is about that. And you've hired these other people to do a job. So you need to trust them. You need to delegate and you need to give them the chance to prove that they are worthy of being on your team because you're the one that made the choice to make them a part of your team. So delegate, trust, and release. Thank you so much for listening to the My Opinion Podcast. You can catch up on past episodes on the My Opinion Podcast website at www.myopinionpodcast.com as well as read the My Opinion blog and contact Maya directly with your questions. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at My Opinion Podcast and Maya Roffler. We'll see you back here next week.